The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last-minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered. For all your gift, school, and snack, blazer-branded clothes needed. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, James Fay. In the name of this podcast, Sidelined, and receive 10% off your purchase off of any Hood Brandon merch. Thank you for listening, and let's get into the show. Welcome to Sideline. I'm your host, James Fay, bringing you a podcast about injured athletes who want to share their story and the mental battle they experience trying to get back on the field. Each week, I will invite different athletes, parents, coaches, trainers, and therapists to the show for conversation about their perspective and what it takes to recover from a serious injury. I hope that as you listen to these stories, you can relate to them in some way so you don't feel alone battling back from injury yourself. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. But, like... I'm pretty serious when it comes down to, to like doing some actual business here. So I'm gonna, uh, you no, know, we're gonna have to fall. No, I don't, I don't. oh, we are. We oh, are. all right. Well, we'll see. All right. Well, here we go. Let's get it started. Welcome back to another episode of Sideline. I'm your host James Fay, and joining me today is my teammate from Hood College Lacrosse, Trent Luba. Trent, thanks for joining me today, man. No problem, James. How you doing? Trent, are you a little nervous? No, I'm calm, cool, collected, man. Like you were born for this, weren't you? I wouldn't go that far, but I'm I'm feeling all right. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I haven't. No, I uh, I just watched um, Joe's podcast actually earlier this week, and um, I think that may have sparked my confidence to be able to come up here. Yeah, so, you Joe know. Alston, right? Yep, Joe Alston. Yeah, Magnolia Ave. Yes, yes, it was a good episode. Yeah, what what they talk about on it? You know, uh, what didn't they talk about? Honestly, it was all over the place. It was um it was about a guy uh Joe and some of his um older friends met um in a bar who was giving them all this information about how all the names of the world are connected and um I'm kind of rambling now but it was it was very intriguing. I recommend listening. Awesome. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if you want to listen more on that, check out Magnolia Ave. Um I'll drop a link to that as well. Check out my boys uh Joe Alston the rest of those guys and their uh, podcast. So, yeah, it's a uh, good time. Anyway, Trent, uh, tell me a little about yourself. Hood College, what year are you? Yeah, so... Uh, um, what do you do? What major? I'm a freshman at Hood College. I'm currently undecided for the major, but I'm probably going into finance or business administration. I'm a goalie for lacrosse. I've had a strain of injuries recently that's kind of kept me sidelined. 
Interesting. Interesting. You want to jump into that a little bit? Tell us a little what's going on right now and uh, anything leading up to it. Uh, where What caused this? Like? Sure. Yeah. So uh, first day of practice this spring, my freshman year, I tore ligaments in my hand about 15 minutes into practice. And um, I thought that was really rough, of course, making it all the way through fall ball, which is, I mean, at least like 50 hours of lacrosse right there. And there wasn't a single issue for it to happen. This first day of uh, actual practice was kind of a, a shot to the chest. It started about two years ago, uh, my junior year of high school, where I um, I dislocated my hand or my thumb. Sorry, dislocated my thumb just in practice. It was it was pretty common. Trainers couldn't really pop it back into place, so I had to go um, get it numbed up at a hospital, and then they were able to pop it back in. And that was kind of the start of like a long series of issues I've had with it. Leading up to like that junior year, obviously, how is like your season going so far? It was good, yeah. So my the year prior, my sophomore year of high school was COVID, so we didn't actually have a team. But um, we had a lot of young talent. I was um, the goalie ahead of me just graduated, so I was going to be the starting goalie for them. I did manage to play my junior season. It was just more of a, a two week thing. Okay, um, yeah, not too bad. No, it no, wasn't. any rehab? Any, no, no rehab with that. Um. We didn't really have the best trainers for our area, I'd say. So there was no, like, instruction on rehab or anything like that. Um, it was just kind of – I was just icing it on my own and then um, started practicing when I could, like, move it again, really. How did it feel going back, like, um, the rest of the season? It was all right, although that was not the only issue my junior year because I'd say about three three games after that um, – it dislocated in warmups of one of my games. So like 15 minutes before game time, it happened again. And um, my trainers were able to pop it back into place right there. And I, I did play that game. Jeez. Okay. So you played with the, yeah. it's yeah. okay. I, that. I, I remember like kind of panicking actually during the national anthem. Cause I was just like, I was in excruciating pain, you know, but once you, once you get into a game, I feel the adrenaline kind of kicks in and you start, you don't really worry about that anymore. So mm -hmm. it was, it was all right, but it was, it, it kind of foreshadowed, I guess, like a constant issue that I would have in the future, but I didn't really think of it like that in the time. Did you think it was going to affect anything? Cause obviously junior year is a big recruiting year for you. Did you think it was right. going to affect you anyway that way? going in no I have a pretty simple mindset when it comes to that stuff I was just more focused on like ready to get back you know I because I mean first time kind of sucked but then the second time I played in a game directly after that and I played well so I was like you know it's just it's something that might happen you know but you got to be prepared for anything so, gotcha gotcha okay yeah. so you're just ready to go back yeah into it. uh after that second dislocation your junior year, any other problems the rest of the season? Um, none none my junior year, no. That was that was all that uh all that happened my junior year. But my senior year is when more problems continued. So tell me a little bit more about that. What where did that start? Yeah, so it my thumb did dislocate another time my senior year. Um this was I think before we even had games. It was just one of the practices. It, it wasn't too bad it was just more of a more of a nuisance i'd say it was all the dislocations over time it was definitely becoming easier to do i'd say it was more noticeable how easy it was for it to occur halfway through my senior season i just played the best two games of my life back to back we beat two really good teams in our conference and um one of them was undefeated as well as us so we made we like um took over the number one spots number one seed yeah. for positioning and then we had a Sunday practice after that Saturday game and my coach was shooting on me and I broke my hand um, on one of his shots. Just, Did you just catch it the wrong way? It or? just, 
he um he was a he was a lawn pole who just graduated college and he was shooting um close to 100 miles per hour so it just it just hit me in the wrong spot on the hand and uh just broke it completely right off that's horrible yeah. that end your senior season or um what? so that was about halfway through the regular season I came back for our last game of the season, which was quarterfinals of states. But I, um, I wasn't really back to a hundred percent by any means. But I had surgery on it and um, tried to make a recovery. Any going through that surgery, like, were you frustrated at any point through that senior season? Like, this is your last year, like, for college. And real quick, we'll go back to that. Were you committed at the time yet or no? Um, yeah, I committed at the beginning of my senior season. So, okay, yeah, so you around, were already committed. I was you? already committed. I knew it like it wasn't the end of my career, but you still would much prefer to play high school for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you want to finish out, go out the right way. Right, and but, we were having, we were 10-0 and 0 at the time. I was playing probably the best I'd ever played before. So, I, you know, it was, it was very, like, poor timing in that mm-hmm. instance. Yeah, gotcha. but um, I'm sorry, what was your question So, again? So now we're... You know, you're going through, you broke your hand, you had surgery, you missed, how, how many games did you miss? Were you like frustrated missing those few games oh, to yes. get back? Yeah, so obviously being the last season at all, um, I definitely wanted to play more than anything. And then the fact that how well we were doing before too, like my, my high school had never won a district championship game um, or anything past that really. So it really seemed like the year to win. That was probably the hardest it's ever been for me injury-wise because... I love winning, but I hate losing more than I love winning. Mm -hmm. So watching my team eventually lose and I wasn't there or I was there, but I couldn't even do anything about it because I was sidelined was probably the worst part. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, that's definitely tough to miss a big game like that in your senior season, just like end that way and not the way you wanted to go out. But You say you weren't a hundred percent. What did you do going up to that that summer? Yeah, so that kind of also had um, tied back in with um, my, the last game I played because my coaches didn't think I was back to a hundred percent, and that ties in with how I just wish I was more like involved instead of being sidelined because I played the last quarter of that uh, state's game that we lost in my senior season. And you just always kind of have that feeling in the back of your mind, like you could have done something different, you know, even if the team is way better than you or whatever the outcome is. I mean, I went in there and I think I had, I had five saves and one goal out in that quarter. And I just, we lost probably like by sits. And I just feel like if I was in from the beginning, I would have been able to do something different. So with that, um, it was very frustrating, but kind of thinking ahead of time for the future now that all that was over and I had to get ready for college, I, uh, I hired a, a personal trainer for the, over the summer to kind of get me back into a good spot hand-wise and then also like overall mental and physical toughness. Do you feel that mentally and toughness in that, like, that game you were worried about breaking your hand again? Or no, did you not think about that? No, I, I really never think about that, honestly. I mean, I always... I was, I've been at the point now where I'm like, I hope it doesn't happen, but I think I do everything right. And I prepare myself mentally that I know, like it probably will not happen, you know? Good. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You got to prepare for it. You yeah. Know? For um, sure. so you talked about, you know, getting ready for college. Did you ever, you know, you hired somebody, you know, get back mentally toughness and physically ready. 
Did you ever mention anything to Coach Barber that you broke your hand before coming well, in? No. So it's actually interesting, um, at least from my perspective, and I, I talked to our other goalie, uh, Nico, about this, but the goalies never really interacted with Coach Barber much in the recruiting process. It was really? all um, our goalie coach, Coach Kobe. It was wow. the only – I didn't have um, Coach Barber's number until I came here, actually. I was I was mainly communicating with uh, Coach Kobe. But I, I told him, I believe, after my surgery on my hand that it happened, but I explained to him how um, I'm back playing again and, it you know, I'm, I'm all good. And he, he didn't really seem to delve much further into it. Gotcha. So, yeah, it was kind of a more personal thing, I'd say, just okay. focused on getting back to the, the position and the shape I wanted to be in. Gotcha. And ne- now, you know, senior year is over, going through that summer, leading up to you know, your freshman year of college, how do you feel coming into the your first, you know, year fall ball season, you know, hand feeling better? Right. What, like, what? Yeah, I mean, it was – I was feeling good, honestly. I Obviously, after you break anything, tear, break, whatever, you you always kind of – you can tell the difference right away. You know, you're just not how you were. Your body isn't uh, the same or whatever. So, But by the end of the summer and by the time um, college came around, I, I felt pretty prepared, honestly, and I, I thought I was playing well in fall ball. I did everything right. So I was I was looking forward to it all, for sure. Got you. How'd, uh, how'd the fall ball go for you? I thought fall ball went well, honestly. Um, when it's those specialized positions like goalie and face-off, I feel like everyone's kind of like, you're a mystery to everyone, you know? You, you look you at these are people. You really are a mystery over there. Man. No you, clue you, know, you guys do practice. Yeah, no. Face-off guys especially, man. I still don't know what they do at practice, and I film it. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, face-off yeah, guys so are a weird. They're a weird. They, you know, there. they are. I could talk all about face-off guys, actually. We, but we would be here forever, and that just simply cannot happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you walk, you walk into practices, and every goalie plays different. You know, you're taught like fundamentally the same ideas, but you don't really know each one's style, what they do, if they drop, etc. So going into fall ball, I was surrounded by mystery other goalies and uh, mystery other players, you know, who I was trying to save their shot. So I kind of thought of that as like a nice little fun competition and also like the mystery behind it benefited me because I, I think one of the things that helps me a lot is like pattern recognition and shots. Okay. So I started like even just like watching people shoot around or like at captain's practices, I started like getting the list together of how everyone shoots and their tendencies with all that. And I thought that kind of helped me because there was a few there was a few practices in fall ball and um, just overall like events in our scrimmages where I'd have some of our teammates so mad at me because I would like save their shot four times in a row. Anyone specific? Um, I would like to. I'm gonna call out two people actually. Please. Yeah, I'm gonna call out um, sophomore uh, teammate uh, Latif. <laughs> and um, one of our captains, Aiden Gilsdorf. Oh, love it. Yeah, there love was it. there was one practice where. Um, I stuffed Latif on the crease, I think, four times in one practice. Two were back-to-back off a rebound, and he didn't talk to me for the next day, and we sat in study hall together for two hours. <laughs> I mean, there was just not a single word spoken. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Was, uh, there was definitely some good times, and I think that um, they came from partially my preparation. That's Hey, that's important. Yeah. That's, a, that's some good advice to give some other goalies out there listening to, studying some studying their patterns. Uh, who would you say your top guys that you studied? Oh man, uh, probably Gilsdorf, Aiden Gilsdorf. I um I hate getting shots from him, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just like 
from a perspective of he's just such a powerful shooter. Okay. And yeah, goalie, you, you know where the ball's going, but then mm-hmm. you got to save it, right? And of I course. mean, that's that's the hard part with him a lot of the time, you know. Yeah, I, I know based on the position of his hands and where the top of his head is, this is going straight between my legs. But does that mean I'm going to get there? You know, probably not. So it's, you know, there's there's some people easier than others for sure, but he was definitely up there as one of the tougher ones. Gotcha. When you describe patterns, like you, that's what you look for, like where they mostly shoot, yeah, where their hands it's, are. It's a combination of, and it it helps. It's harder when you're watching them shoot. It's I'd say it's a lot easier when you're actually getting shot on by them. All players, because you know, to practice, you got to do the same thing. It's repetition. You know, you want to get the same exact motion every time to get your shot as crisp and clean as possible. So you watch where their hands are on their stick and then the top of their stick head. And that, and kind of, that kind of, you know, uh, demonstrates where the shots are going most of the time. Gotcha. So you talk about that for the fall lights out stuff in the teeth and gills, yeah. you know, love to see it. Now we're going into our, uh, we're obviously leading up to, uh, the spring yep. first day of practice. Yeah. Let's first walk me through it. First well, 15 minutes of practice. Story of 15 minutes. Who yeah. was shooting? What were they doing? What happened? Yeah, so we have we have five goalies on our team, and I remember waking up that day and just being amped, you know? Like, I've been waiting for this for the last four months, right? Just came back from winter break. I I did a lot of grinding in winter break. Um, I saw shots from some D1 kids. I was, you know, I was just ready to, yeah. to go at it and compete. So we get to practice, you know, pretty normal stuff, I guess. We uh, Everyone starts stretching. Goalies start warming up. Goalies, um, we have five of us, and we do one and out. So you see one shot, and then you just rotate in a circle. Yeah. Um, so we do that probably 10 minutes. And then Coach Barber uh, yells for all the goalies to get a shooter. And our uh, our coach who was shooting on us at the time is Coach Reese Meyer. And Reese. Yeah, Coach Reese. Gotta love him. Shout out Coach Reese Meyer. Reese Meyer, man. Um, but everyone, you know, calls their player, calls Domo, calls Robbie, whatever. And then uh, Coach Reese Meyer goes, Luba, you're sticking with me. And I'm like, <laughs> of course, I, I don't care. You know, I've been getting shot on the on by this guy the entirety of fall. It's, I didn't even think anything of it. Yeah. And um, I'm standing there, you know, getting shots, making saves. Um, and this one shot, he was at the kind of like on the top right arc, I'd say pretty normal shot. It was like, a am uh, right-handed and it was a stitz. It was opposite stitz side. So I kind of punch out at the ball yeah. a little bit. It just hits me straight off the top of the thumb. Kind of what I've been explaining, uh, my junior and senior year with how many times my hand is dislocated or my thumbs dislocated. I knew the feeling right away. So I just, I walked like a foot away from the goal. Before I even take my glove off, I'm just saying, please don't be dislocated. Please don't be dislocated. And I take it off, and yeah, surely it is. It looks it looks terrible. I mean, it like just back or forward um, or what? It kind of underneath, like the first part of your knuckle, uh, your like fingertip to your middle knuckle is like pushed in and underneath was what it was for me. Whoa. Yeah, so it it I actually I hate looking at it because it just kind of gives you a little nauseous feeling. So I just I look at it to confirm, you know, you do your visual confirmation and then uh-huh. I just tuck it back into my glove and I just casually walk over to Reese Meyer and go, it's dislocated. <laughs> that was it? Like yeah. cool, calm, reflective? Oh, well, yeah, like, I mean, like- once, once it's your fourth time and I was just like, well, that really sucks, but <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And then you move on from there. So I told him, 
my thumb is dislocated. Uh, should I go see Thomas? It was pretty much the conversation. And then he was like, huh, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> so, yeah. It's such a nonchalant and conversation then, uh, you have with them. Yeah, and I forget who it was, but there was someone uh, on the side underneath our um, film room who had a black jacket on. And Coach Reesmeyer thought it was Thomas at first. So he's like calling Thomas, but Thomas was in the athletic center. So I started doing a light jog over there, thinking it's Thomas. I, it was probably Coach Snitz or something like that. Or Shea. Yeah, yeah so you know, room. yeah. It was one of the usual suspects, right? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't him. So then I'm, you know, I'm kind of dazed and confused at that point because it, it does start hurting after a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I, and then we assume he's just in the trainer. So I, I run past everyone and I'm like, fun's dislocated. And I remember, I don't, I think it was Rado because I yelled it as I was like jogging in the athletic center. I just hear someone go, what? Like, <laughs> like what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, that's, that was basically it. Dang, man. Now, you know, you went to the hospital, got some x-rays, and, you know, that picture went around for a little bit of you, you know, just chilling in your gear, yeah, thumbs up. It, was, it right? was really funny. It was pouring down rain already. I think it was about, uh, it was 7.30 in the morning is roughly when it happened, um, probably closer to 7.15, actually. And it was pouring rain. I talked to Thomas. He looks at my thumb, you know, in its crazy shape, and it uh, goes... I don't want anything to do with this. Basically, yeah, I'm gonna send you over to the hospital, and we didn't really. I was like, should I take off my stuff? And he's like, ah, nah, I wouldn't. And I got you know, goalie chest protectors, real big, real clunky. I had um, it was, it was cold. It was January, so yeah. I have a sweatshirt on and then a penny on and everything. So like, I take off my gloves, and then he helps me get my cleats off, and I put on some crots, and I just waddle on over to the athletic center, uh, <laughs> like or to the um, hospital, uh, right, right next door, that works right out. next door. But uh, I think one of the funnier parts is I'm not from Frederick, so I've I never been to the hospital or anything. Yeah, is he walks me over to the front glass of the athletic center and goes, "So you're just gonna go right in there and." The hospital, it's close. It's close walk, but it's it's probably two hundred yards away, yeah. right? So I'm just staring at it, like, what do you mean, right there? <laughs> like, it's it's the hospital, and as I'm I'm like, you just don't want me to walk over. He's like, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm walking out, he yells out, "Wait, it's not the front entrance. The emergency entrance is on the left side. So it's kind of on like the back left." So now side. you go all the way around, don't you? Well, right. So I. I had this internal conversation with myself about halfway through, you know, first thing I thought was like, well, this just sucks. You know, I'm in pain. I'm waddling over. It's pouring rain. I'm trying not to slip in my crotch. You know, they were, I don't think they were in sport mode. We didn't have time for all oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Um, and I see the main entrance of the hospital as I'm, I'm probably, I got 15 <laughs> seconds of walking until I'm there. Right. And I'm having this conversation with myself. Like, I know what he said, but I don't see any entrance on the left. You know, I just, you're, I was panicking yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I'm going to lie. And I was like, I would hate to like walk all the way around to the left just to have to walk back to this front entrance, <laughs> which I'm about to pass. You know, I was, I was cold. I was yeah. in, a, in some pain. So I, I walk in to the front entrance and the kind person that's me, uh, of course, holds the door for a stranger, not even really <laughs> thinking that I have a, a broken hand or a dislocated thumb. And then I realized like two minutes in, I made a terrible mistake because she was like still talking to the front per front desk person for like two and a half uh, minutes. And I was like, 
I'm in a lot of pain here. Like, can we just kind of move <laughs> it started, on? The adrenaline's wearing off, wasn't it? Yeah. So as I was standing there waiting for her to finish up, I was like, this is just not the right area. I was supposed to be in for the hospital. So I just explained to them when it's finally my turn. Hi, I think I'm in the wrong area. I have like a dislocated thumb. Where, where am I going? And they're like, oh yeah, go, go, go. And they put, directs me to their correct uh, area of the emergency room. Did they make you walk outside? No. So I went in, um, they opened up a door for me with, with a button. So I went all through the interior of the oh, hospital. Nice so I, I ended up in the right spot, but I, I now understand that I had to go around to the left. Okay. Hospital. So, so Thomas is right. Yes. No, Thomas <laughs> was completely right, but I was like, you know, I feel like everyone kind of gets in that panic mode when stuff's going bad like that. So I was like, what's the worst that's going to happen? And it, it was fine. You know, I explained I needed to be in the emergency area yeah. and right away they got me an answer. All right. Well, yeah. Hey, shout out to what is it, Frederick. Frederick Hospital? Yeah. Uh, they, uh, I don't know what it's called. Actually. I don't either. I'm not from around here. Yeah, Frederick. It's, it's like Frederick Hospital. Yeah. Hood Hospital because it's right next to Hood. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good name for it, actually. I like that. Yeah. Hood Hospital. You know what? Yeah. Um. So now, you know, you went and saw your doctor, right? After they told you you had some, uh, some ligament damage. Yeah, well, the x-rays came back, and obviously you don't see ligaments on x-rays, so there was just nothing really wrong they they numbed up my um thumb because it was way too far dislocated to just pop it back into place and then um they got it back into place did some x-rays they come back came back with nothing uh so then i knew i had to get an mri just to really see what was up yeah um so i got my mri and my ucl ligament which is kind of what like it controls the thumb and yeah. all the movement was completely torn Wow. So, um, they weren't completely sure if that was any head, if that was all from my, the one incident in college or if it had been previously damaged from the three times I dislocated it in, uh, in high school. But it was pretty simple that like anytime I'm going to get hit on the thumb, it's going to get dislocated. Yeah. It would be a huge problem. So I had to get surgery on that right away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so going through that surgery, um dr horton uh did it uh he was like a specialist at mmi which is uh gilsdorf our teammate his father's uh is a um a specialist there as well oh, so okay. i had a hand specialist do it from there oh awesome yeah awesome. it's not cool place a lot of nice people oh awesome yeah sure. shout shout out mmi yeah um and what did they do for that surgery? How'd they repair it? Yeah, know? so I have, um, I wish we had cameras here. I have an incision probably about an inch and a half on the inside of my thumb, kind of where okay. you have like a 90 degree angle yeah, um, yeah. in your hand. And so they cut it open. There's a nerve there. So they have to move the nerve out of the way. Wow. And then they drilled two anchors into my bone and have a um a synthetic material uh kind of holding it all t- together acting as the ligament um so wow. yeah that's about it interesting that's interesting yeah never the nerve part interests me a lot yeah. because they move it that's but like, the part that scares me i am not gonna lie really well yeah that? so um anytime you involve nerves really in surgery is where there's the largest chance for risk because if the nerve is damaged or anything happens you lose feeling in that part like the nerve um i can know is inactive oh i can relate oh i bet you could man yeah yeah, yeah. you got a lot of not many loss people, of feeling people don't really know my story yet but when i do yeah. share it you haven't, um, you haven't explained your story yet? I haven't podcast? shared my story yet but i will be soon very soon you that's know coming out. i thought that was going to be episode one i can't lie 
Nah, that was, mine's a special one. It's gonna be coming out wow. a little later. It's like the hundredth, hundredth episode uh, anniversary. Maybe not the hundredth okay, episode, okay. but uh, I can definitely relate to the uh, feeling of you know my nerves being cut. I I don't have feeling in that spot. Yeah, um, especially when I touch things, it feels a little weird. Yep. No, so I I can, I, I can um, understand that, but that's. Uh, I can understand why you were nervous about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I still don't have complete feeling, actually, on uh, the part where the nerve is. I, I can kind of feel it, so I, I do believe it's going to come back. Yeah. But it's more, you know, I'm not an expert, obviously, so I'm just kind of, like, waiting around. Like, when yeah. am I going to get feeling back to my thumb? Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, I um I have a question about your... Uh, your story on your podcast are you going to just be in a room solo you know being like hey guys it's james here i'm gonna be interviewing james i'm gonna have someone uh ask you some questions this uh my episode's actually um recorded already wow Um, it was this guy's been saving uh, it it's been done for a couple weeks now i just been saving it up uh i want to get some other stories out there before i shared mine gosh yeah so i'm just uh filler content if you will no, 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 you're, yeah. you're good content, Trent, right. you know, you. you know, I love having you on here, so. Yeah, no, I'm glad, glad I could be here for real. But, uh, I got a few, I got a few more things I want to hear. Um, nice, yeah, no, it, for, um, uh, before we jump off here, if you don't mind. No, that's fine, yeah. Um, so, rehab now, you know, you're going through rehab. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Um, it's going, you know, I, uh, I, I like it, I think the the people doing the rehab are very good at their job they know what they're talking about um i do it twice a week right now for let's see this is probably my uh fourth week fourth week of rehab okay. of, of physical therapy yeah um i was kind of surprised because they're hour sessions and when you have an injury such as a thumb you know my first thought was like what could I be possibly doing with my thumb during that for an hour long? You You're know? not just doing stuff with no. your thumb. You're oh, doing everything. Oh, how wrong I was. Um, so I was like, you know, day one, walked in there, she hands me a pen, and she's like, just clip this as f- much as possible for 30 seconds. And I was like, all right, rehabs. This is easy. <laughs> I hear James always being like, yeah, man, rehab, it was rough. And I'm like, I walk in there, I'm like, rehab. Well, now you understand why yeah. it's rough because you're seeing the same people oh, I'm seeing. Yeah, no, we, um, I apologize if I made any comments. Uh, none taken. None taken. I, yeah, listen, good. Dr. Sam, Dr. Sam Corbello, she's, She's the real deal. Yeah, no, she's Listen, her. as much as we complain about PT and stuff, and we're just going to oh, be it's, done. It's a good complaint. It's, yeah, you complain it's because complain. you're like, yeah, no, she just kicks my ass. all Every time. Yep. And I think that um, it's going to be better this time. No, every time oh, something no, new, I, she's kicking I, my butt. I can't. I don't ever believe that. I know they're they're bringing it full 110% every time. Cause like they'll have me, you know, doing squatting or other stuff. I was, I was going for, um, like run tests, uh, yesterday actually. And okay. I was just, I remember when I was dog tired, you know, with my goalie stamina, which is lackluster at best. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was like, I had to remind myself, like I, I have issues with my thumb and I'm running right now. And I'm like, this has made no sense to me, but I'm, I'm getting better for it. And I'm getting back to, to playing shape, you know? So I have them to thank. Good, good. Yeah, me and you, uh, we got a big test, uh, big test day coming up soon, don't we? Um, what are you referring to? Uh, for return to play testing? No, no, you don't no, have return to play um, testing. They have not mentioned anything to me about that yet, but um. Oh, well, I'm telling you now because uh, uh, I was told that you and I were going testing the same day, <laughs> same time. So uh, did you just drop a Woj bomb, a James I bomb, a, a Fay bomb, bomb, if you will? Yep. 
Yeah, wow. I did. So. Fastest news on the market. Go follow uh, James Fay on Twitter for the fastest, <laughs> <laughs> fastest alert news. Um, well, you mentioned a date for this. This is news to me. Uh, April 17th at five o'clock oh the 5 p.m one yeah, yeah i heard i heard we were going together but that is because uh that morning is when i have my follow-up appointment with my surgeon so i was not gonna be able to make our normal morning session time oh. i was told you were testing too so i probably am i just this is news to me i mean hey that's yeah. exciting like, uh, you, you know it test, is you see how you are i um You're gonna be a, a few a few weeks ago i think um one of the other trainers uh penelope uh told me um there was like three months left, and I was like, Phew, three months, like that's summertime, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the news of testing this early on is a, is a positive news for sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they just want to see like how you've progressed over the month. You right. Know? Yeah. Uh, I know I was, when I was going through, I was getting tested every four to six weeks just to sure. see the improvement. And, yeah. um, so yeah. Yeah. No, that made sense on my timeline then. This is, um, yeah, week def- four, uh, Tomorrow will be the end of week four, and then starting week five. So that, yeah, that's, that uh, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah no, it makes sense. Yeah, cool, cool. And uh, my last thing for you, man. Obviously, it's being your freshman season. You're sitting out. Yep. You know, are you getting the year back? Do you want to get the year back, or you're not sure yet? Um, I'm very unsure. I honestly, I didn't really mention much of this on the podcast, but um. I wasn't even sure if I was going to play again until probably a week ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I just contacted a um, a hand specialist from New York who made specialized um, braces for goalies who have, um, like, hand issues and stuff like that. Oh, so wow. I'm... Um, I have to send him these very detailed uh, diagrammed images of my or tracings of my hand with like a bunch of measurements laid out. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to fats those to him and he's going to make me like a custom hand brace so I actually can play uh, next year. Do you think he's going to be bulky and stuff or interfere with anything? Um, playing, you know, you it that is up in the up in the air still when um when I broke my hand my senior season I had a mold I played with when I came back for um my last like couple weeks of the season and it definitely was awkward and I'd say of an, an adjustment it was more difficult for sure so that's just kind of something we um I'll have to look for later down the line but no no excuses when it comes to that stuff you know gotcha. I, just the ability to play in the first place is infinitely more valuable than worrying about if it's going to be a little clunky underneath my glove. So, um, as far as coming back or getting my year back, uh, no clue yet. Just really happy that I even might have a chance to still play. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's what every athlete who gets injured hopes for that they can still play. Cause yeah, for a lot sure. of, a lot of athletes have come to career ending injuries and yep. it's really sad to walk away from something you love. So definitely, um, I definitely have been in that position where almost walked away from it, but yeah. you know, still trying to come back. Good, um, yeah, good to hear. How effect is it? Has any of this uh, you sitting out obviously this year, like watching games, have you been affected in any way? Like you and I, I know you talked about your senior year of high school, right? You were frustrated that you couldn't, you could just sit there and not do anything. Yep. First year of college, you feel like you, you know, sitting out. Do you feel like watch? I mean, listen, you've been a great help on the the IR list. <laughs> you know, we have a huge yeah, IR list right I, now. Um, of, freshman it's unreal yeah i um oh. i control the ir domain i've um assumed oh. a position of power i oh. actually say oh um, wait we might need to talk about that for a minute well <laughs> how did you assume position of power in the ir list 
Um, Probably been on the longest here. You know, uh, longevity is not really a measured skill here. I'd say longevity <laughs> is the opposite of your friend <laughs> on the IR list. So um, I think it actually just speaks volumes to the how I haven't had as much of longevity and I still risen to the position of power I have. So, really? Yeah. Really? Who gave you this power? Um, myself and uh, the combination of Coach Barber, Coach Snitz, and Coach Davis when they hand me the keys every morning, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know if it's every morning, buddy. Oh, well, it's me. I got the keys yesterday. So oh, I'll let you know. yeah. Wow. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Let, let one guy have his turn one time, <laughs> and then he, st- he starts bringing it up at every opportunity. Oh, <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Yeah, just Fair joking enough. around. I'll give you the power. I'll give yeah. you the power. But right? I mean, I'm trying to come off the IR, so I'll give you the power. I'll, yeah. I'll pass the, uh, hey, the crown I, down I, to I you. I hear only one of us is passing that, uh, that fitness test on April 17th. May the best man win. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm trying to come off IR. So yeah, no, uh, longevity on IR year, is yeah. not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I you should see me. We should have a tripod set up up in that booth uh, for yeah. during practice. I'm I'm flying all over the place, man. Right. And then Coach Snitz is like, "I'm cold, man. Can you get me my parka in the office?" So I'm like, "I'm starting film. I'm starting the clock. I'm running back in to get a parka that's not even for me. You know, it's just <laughs> you're doing it all. I know. And it's it's like the third time he's asked me for that parka. I could go off on Snit, Coach Snitz right now if I wanted to. Just I mean, there are other people that can get parkas, man. But you know why he sends you? Because I'm that. Because I'm the guy, man. But he trusts you. He don't trust anybody else. You know, what are the odds? Um. Connor Flock, for example, uh, you know, he, he would find this funny, so that's why I'm calling him out. Yeah. You know, Coach Schnitz goes, hey, Connor, could you um, <laughs> run into the office and uh, get my parker for me, right? So, you know, Connor, yeah, he walks over, grabs the keys, goes, gets the parka, chats his phone. When he gets the park on, he suddenly is all warm and cozy. He sees the D hall open, you know, 15 minutes ago. I think he's heading straight to D hall with the park <laughs> on, man. <laughs> that is so true, too. Yeah. Like, that's so yeah, funny. Just, he knows Coach Snitz would get the parker. You know, he'd come back after he had got his food. But you gotta, you gotta help look out for yourself first. Sometimes. You know what? I'm de- this. Why do I feel like this has been an experience that has happened before? No, I've always gotten the parka. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I wish I, I wish it had happened, but I have always been the one on the receiving end of the parka duties. That's okay. I've, I've ran some errands for coach. Oh, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Everyone, yeah. everyone, it gets to everyone eventually. Yeah, listen. But yeah. the reason he sends us is because he trusts us. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know. But uh, so so yeah. So otherwise, it, otherwise you don't feel affected, huh? Sitting out, you know. No. Um. Yeah. That, I I know I mentioned some. Uh, with my high school, but I, I definitely felt that, um, this year too, a lot, just, it kind of ties in with the fact that I, for the whole season so far, basically, I did not know if I was going to play again. And when you're in that position, you want nothing more than to play again. So on our team, like the depth chart is pretty openly available to everyone. And you, you can't help but wonder like, man, I would have got some playing time in this game, or I would have made an impact in this game, you know? And like, our team's been doing well enough that it's not like I would have, I think I would have like changed any outcomes or anything, but just even being able to see the field, you know, or like have involvement in that is something I really was like desiring and still am, you know? So mm-hmm. for sure I've, I felt a negative impact of being sidelined and watching, but I think the only thing you can do is just be super supportive of the people who are on the field, you know, that get that chance. Of course. So I, I love trying to help everyone I can during the game, you know, either getting waters for them or just cheering, yeah. cheering as loud as I possibly can until I can't speak anymore. Of course. Yeah. Listen, you're a big supporter out there always supporting your boys and yeah. your, your you goalie unit. 
You guys, oh, yeah. you guys got a name like the Face Off guys? Uh, do? Yeah, we have the G Squad. G Squad. Um, okay. And do you know the movie G Force? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. With the little like hamsters. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So our our profile picture um, on GroupMe, our group chat for okay. GroupMe is. Um, our faces are on one of the each of the hamsters from G Force. No um, way! Yeah, I'll awesome. sh- I can show you it actually right now if you'd like. It's yeah, uh, dude, let me see that. Yeah, no, it's pretty solid. And then there's there's only four hamsters if you um you know you true G Force fans. Wasn't the mole fans. in there though? Oh yeah. So, so tell me, so Duds the question is, the is, who's the mole? Right? Duds. It's definitely Duds. Um, well, no, you're actually looking at him. You're the mole. Why are you <laughs> the mole? You know, I don't have an answer for you. Um, I just know uh, my one teammate. Ngoli Schmidt uh, made it on um, a bus ride back from one of the games. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the final, uh, the finished product, I was I was on the face of, or my face was the mole, mm-hmm. and I wasn't complaining honestly. I was just happy to see us there. So um, yeah, here's the photo really now. Like. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's a quite a f- hilarious photo. That is awesome. I actually I ran into Coach Powers the other day in the hallway, and we got we were rambling. I have no idea how we got sidetracked on the G Force, but. Awesome. I it ended with me showing him the photo of us right here, and he was laughing so hard. He's like, "I need you to send that to me." <laughs> so I was with my teammate Schmidt, and um, he sent that to him, and then now we went our separate ways. And I I have no idea what he's gonna do with the photo, or if he just likes looking at it. But you know, that's maybe funny. I'll see it framed one day somewhere and be like, <laughs> "G Squad, right nice. there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, big shout out to the G Squad." Yeah, those guys really hold it down back there. Yeah, you guys are the last line of defense. You know, yeah. you guys are all playing lights out. You know, all the boys have been getting in, playing lights out best yeah. they can. So. We got a, we got a wild array of personalities too. I think we uh, oh yeah we had a nice uh, cohesive team because of that for sure for sure. All right, Trent. Well, you got any last words? Any last advice you want to share with anybody? Um. Any quotes? Special quotes? Just don't get injured, man. Honestly, <laughs> like I know I was uh, I was bragging about my uh, my reign of terror over the IR squad, but wow, I wish I wasn't on it, man. You know, so I, I just say uh, it's way too take big. take everything off the field seriously. You know, a lot of a lot of people I think kind of overlook going to the trainers every day, or even if you don't feel like you have any issues, like they skip it or whatever. Like that stuff can come up and bite you out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. it's just not worth it to be sidelined for even just like a week yeah so always just take care of yourself and make sure you're in the best shape possible to go out there and compete of course awesome trent well i appreciate you sharing yeah thanks for having me glad having you on dude it was a good time like you know Love love hanging out with you every day. Oh, you know, it's, it's my what, pleasure. Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? We get to hang out all day. Um, yeah, we have. Yeah. And, well, Monday, Wednesday, we have uh, stats. Oh, so I get to see you like every day. Yeah. I mean, I do see you every day, but you know, I love seeing you every yeah, day. No, now that I'm actually thinking about it, it's like I might have to change my schedule a little. Change bit. your schedule. Yeah. You got five like, weeks left in the semester. You can change your schedule. Yeah, I can manage that. You oh, know, okay. just maybe like a like a Wednesday off would be nice. Just uh, just a little break in the middle. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Trent. Well, thanks again for being on the show. My name's James Fay, and this is Sideline. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm your host, James Fay, and this is Sideline. I'd just like to leave you with one thing. When life's dragging you down, be a grasshopper and hop forward. If you have any questions or advice you'd like to be answered on the show, email us at sidelineathletespodcast at gmail.com. Or follow and DM us on Instagram at sideline underscore podcast. See you next week.